Hey, what's going on? It is episode 295 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> Hello, Fresh. <laughs> I stopped doing it because I started just buying the ingredients and then just making them. Like, you get to keep the cards. Like, the re- it comes on like a, a cardboard, like, mm. like printout. I don't know, like a 12 by other numbers. <laughs> and so then you read it and then it'll tell you how to make it. And it's cool because it's it, called a recipe. Mm, so that's what you call it. Okay. So hello fresh. Is it because the way you're explaining is you're like, they come up with this concoction in my mind. This is the way I, what I just You've heard. never done these. They, no help. Yeah. I did. Hello fresh. <laughs> um, in my mind, what you just said to me was they have, they give you a three by five card, five by seven card, nine by 11 card, whatever. And you look at the card and then you, they also give you the ingredients, correct? Yeah. And then you, pictures and step by you, step. You have to assume those are, well, anywhere you go, you could get a recipe book from second and Charles and get pictures and step by step instructions. Yeah. So I would think that the benefit is, is that you are getting either farm to table or the freshest ingredients. Is that not the case? Yeah, I mean they're not not fresh. No, they're they're, they're good ingredients. I don't know if they're spectacular. Well, then and why they're, not? They're just... not extra big. I can tell you that it'll be like, hey, chop up this green onion, and it's like the size of a straw. But then when you go to the store, like a bundle of green onions, is like fifty nine cents. So I go like, look, I know you, I know you're a company, but like just throw in a couple of green onions, and I'll think you care. So my, what is the difference between getting? Why wouldn't I just buy a recipe book? Because they give you the ingredients ready to go, like like. So you just don't have to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Well, not only that, but everything's pre-portioned out too. So it's like, okay, if you're making chicken, whatever, it gives you the amount of seasoning, the amount of crumbs to dip it in, the amount of mayo, the amount of whatever. But I could see that being more important in baking where you have to be exact. Like in cooking, it's like, yeah, you can get close. So it's convenient. It's like it's a stir fry. Dump whatever you want in there, dude. It's just, well, you posted something on Facebook the other day, which is I rarely ride with you on anything. But I do ride with you on being a mark, complete mark your calendar. A complete a complete garbage dumpster when it comes to trying to take advantage of every piece of food that you paid for. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't be wasting food. Yeah, uh, and I I've made some amazing concoctions over the years, especially like if I go to a Mexican food restaurant. Um, I'm going to put everything together into a nacho plate the following day. All, you know, if everything works out, like you could just scrape everything from enchiladas on town to, you know, guacamole onto one plate and just mix it all up together for breakfast. Yeah, just put it on a Maybe throw an egg in there. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. I had this morning, I had a, a, a bagel with cream cheese and there was no breakfast meats. So I put turkey on it. So yeah. I just had like a turkey sandwich on a bagel with cream cheese. And my wife was looking at me like, oh, that's kind of gross. I'm like, it wouldn't be gross if it was two hours later for some reason. I think I see dollar signs in my head. Like I'll go, okay, we have taco meat. We have a piece of pizza, some broccoli. And I go, well, then that's what it is. That's what the meal is. Cause I just, what am I going to do? Throw it out. Maybe that's that hello fresh burned into your brain. It was like, yeah. Hey, here's all these ingredients. Make something spectacular. So I don't know if I ever talked about, I got into hello fresh. Like when the pandemic, was a, a big thing. I just got more, I don't know, a relative, a friend, a couple of people were doing it. So I started going like, I, I don't know how to cook. So ever since then, I've been like, I'm not good at cooking clearly, but like I've better than I was. I've gotten way into it. And mm-hmm. as a result, I'm just like, well, I, let's I, be I, honest. Cause, cause I, I didn't it. get way into it because you just scraped off the ingredients. Mm-hmm. They've already measured. So it's not really, No, but same. after that, I've now, Oh, had, I got you. Oh dude, I'm reverse okay. searing steaks. I made gotcha. bulgogi meatballs. Come at okay. me, dude. Bulgogi. Bulgogi. What's that? 
It means bullshit. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. It's like a Korean sauce. It's like a Korean barbecue sauce that's sweet. That was one of the recipes. I, dude, I actually, the, the little Asian store by my house was closed, and I couldn't find my boogie sauce, so I made it from scratch. That's how Why does it got to be I, little, bro? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't make the rules. <laughs> that's just how it was. But I've gotten more. Yeah, I got more into cooking, and uh, which is great because nobody in my house gives a shit about food. Mm-hmm. Nobody eats anything. I was just telling you, ground beef's about the only thing left they'll eat. So yeah. I just make stuff and then like I'll cook like every two nights I'll make dinners and I just eat all the leftovers all the time. Like for that's why for breakfast I'm eating like a chicken taco. I'm trying to think beside a fast food taco, like where would a normal piece of, where would a normal person find ground beef? Like in a meal? Yeah. Oh, stuffed peppers, hamburgers, okay. meat. You oh, dude, I mean, you dude. don't eat ground beef. I mean, I guess, but it's not. I'm thinking of ground beef being that it's still ground when you're eating it. So, yes, you take oh. ground beef and you smash <laughs> it into a patty for a hamburger. <laughs> you do stuff with. Dude, speaking of meat, speaking of ground beef, the people at my work had a meatloaf, uh, meatloaf <laughs> had a meatloaf competi- competition. Sounds way more appetizing Jesus. than a meat off. I can't talk at all. They had a meatloaf competition, which I quickly dubbed a meatloaf because mm-hmm. I was like, you can't have a meatloaf off. Mm-hmm. You got to put that together. Um, I wasn't invited. But to I, to but partake I, or to make? Yeah, I didn't know about it until like it was that. I happened to bring leftover meatloaf, and I was telling this guy at work, I go, hey, guess what I'm eating for lunch? Leftover meatloaf. And he goes, oh, dude, we're having a competition. And I was like, what? The Dude, first of all, I like meatloaf. I don't. Is it possible they didn't tell you about it because they knew you would come up with meatloaf? That's <laughs> right. They're like, he's going to he's come up with some stupid name, dude. Don't let him know. Don't let him know. Welcome to the Hey My Man podcast cooking hour. So uh, here's the thing about meatloaf. I love it. I thought. I like to make it. <clears throat> no, dude, I don't. A guy took a guy that I work with took a week to make a meatloaf. He over a week compiled the ingredients from scratch and made and it was good at the end, but it was like like a turducken. Like there was mm-hmm. so much in it that you go like there's a lot happening. I'm con- like I'm overloaded almost. Right. Did you know that you can cure eggs? I don't even know what that means. It means you crack an egg yolk and you put it in like this sugar and salt or something. Mm-hmm. You let it sit for days and it gets like like gelatinous yeah and then you shave it with a thing this i'm telling you i even texted him this morning i go i'm gonna talk about your meatloaf i think and i'm not gonna do it justice he literally took five days i mean this guy like has his own bees makes his own honey did all this it was crazy there was so much going there were so many ingredients in this that like it's 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 almost like like when you go to a brewery and you go dude i love stouts and they go great we've been aging this for 40 years and we also put real oil in it and um, it was, uh, we rolled these cocoa beans on the thighs of virgin. You go, just get, again, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that, but it was so amazing, dude. Do there, you f- there was five different meats in it. Do you feel like after eating it, like a lot of this was wasted on me? Like, I know that's what you're saying about yeah, like, when someone yeah. gives you all that and you, you order something basic, obviously, but like there's so many different flavors in it. It's like, it, it's, I, I don't, I don't want to say it's not good, but it's like, I just don't know what. I can't focus on one thing. Well, it's also not like what you were expecting. Like well, if somebody goes, I make spaghetti and meatballs, and you go, cool, I'll try them. And they go, yeah, but my meatballs are made out of chicken, and they're in shapes of squares, and they're also tofu. And you go, well, that's, not, I mean, that's not. 295 like, episodes in, uh, I've never mentioned that I detest meatloaf, which is weird because I like all the ingredients. It's so good. You really don't like it? No, I don't. 
it and again, seems like an 80s joke. Like, I don't know who dinner? that I would attribute that to growing up, but I'm just saying, like, I've <laughs> never been a fan of meatloaf. Now, Dude, you would like this guy's meatloaf. My wife once made a buffalo chicken meatloaf or has made it several times, and I, I, I definitely... Uh, I dig that. See, now that's another thing. Like you think you're getting meatloaf, but that's not meatloaf. That's another. Right. That's another thing. But what's awesome is that I love watching people get competitive, and it's so funny to me that you can get competitive about anything. Mm-hmm. People were like, you know, like a, a sideways glance shitting on each other's meatloaf. Like it was, you know, that was good. I, I, would, I don't know if I would have gone through all the, you know, doesn't seem like it was. Was this I like mean, brought to work and? eating during yeah. break. Yeah. Yeah, and I was busy, so I kind of missed like I had mm-hmm. to go do something else, but I just caught remnants like I, I came back like a trash panda and I just like licked plates and I was like, I hey, you guys know I don't waste food. Can people give me have your bacon fat? Their station set up like a a fifth grade science uh science bee with like a trifold <laughs> yes. uh, cardboard with different pictures yeah. and them making it like authenticating that they were the actual uh or do people say like, "Hey, I just want you to know, be kind." You know, my kids help with this. Like, just sort of give that, give you the idea. Like, don't, don't, don't crap on it too bad. Well, you know how like I would always have art projects in school, but it was clear that my dad did <laughs> all of it. I literally couldn't even explain how. Like, they'd be like, "Oh, how'd you make this cool? This, this is some sort of like epoxy that makes it look like water because it free because it dries and looks clear." Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "How'd you do that?" And I go. My dad's good at stuff. Well, my daughter just, <laughs> my daughter brought home a, a, a big poster board the other day or a big sheet of paper. And she's like, I said, what's this for? Get it off the kitchen table. It was just kind of thrown about. I'm like, whosoever this is, like, police it up, put it wherever it needs to be. And she's like, oh, it's yours. What do you mean it's mine? Yeah, I have to draw that for this contest. It's like drug free and me is the, is the prompt. And like, you know, we, you have to come up with something and you could win X amount of dollars. And then well, she just you know put her headphones in and walked away. And I was like, why am I doing this? Well, I, the problem is, is I've always done it. So she's like, I have to do this project. You know the drill. Yeah, exactly. And, and it wasn't even like, <laughs> hey, we'll sit down together and come up with something. It's just like, here's your project. I need this by next Thursday. There's a potential to win $3,000. You'll hey, be Dad, competing um, against other fathers of 10-year-old girls. What do you know about Iroquois Indians? <laughs> well, you better fucking start, yeah. man. <laughs> you better start Googling. <laughs> that, that, I, I've done that with my kids. Uh, my son's like... They don't do term papers anymore, as far as I know. I've, my son has never come home with like a research paper to do, and he's he's a junior in high school. So you remember it would be like, <clears throat> wait, 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 wasn't there years ago when your son had to do a report? No, you made him do a report. Yes, you made him. He tell, he, tell that he was. Uh, I felt that he was being. I don't remember the situation, but he. I felt like he was being less than empathetic, so I had him watch. Uh, American History X, and then write a write a review or a report based on the movie, and explaining each of the characters uh, what they learned in the movie. That was it. Yeah, I don't know if I. Oh, there might be another one. I think mm-hmm. that's a different one. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you had him write three pages on something else. This was this was three pages for sure. Yeah, I think he but, had. An, I think he had an assignment for school, and he barely got by it. And you're like, "No, nah, you're gonna do another one." Just that's that's possible too. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Some maybe maybe somebody would know. Yeah, I see. I appreciate that kind of stuff because um, I I was just telling somebody the other day, like 99 percent of the time, this is why I am not a proponent of the way that high school or school is set up, is because we learn stuff for tests. Teachers teach. Again, this is a, bl- a general statement. I'm not speaking to specific teachers yeah. that listen to the podcast. You guys are the better ones. But a lo- what I've seen is 
even in my job, when, when people are preparing, you're instructing something, you're instructing for these core elements that need to be learned. And there's all this minutia. And, and a lot of it is, is like, Hey, we're what a good teacher does again, in my opinion, is inspire you while teaching to go out and look more into the subject that they're explaining. So for example, if you're teaching someone about, you know, the history of, uh, of rock music in the seventies, like, you know, of, of like this certain, um, recording a record company. And you, you, the whole point is, is that you, the person would then leave there and go, wow, I learned this, this, and that's really interesting. I'm going to go now learn more about mm. this particular subject. You're saying like kickstart it off. Yeah. Like I, I just was reading a book or watching a documentary. Like, hey, you guys the, ever heard of the Pythagorean theorem? Well, Check was, it out. <laughs> I was just watching a, a documentary on David Geffen. And I like I get up with my son in the morning at 5 a.m. when he gets up for school and I'll go on the treadmill and then I see him off to school at 6 a.m. He leaves. I say goodbye. And then I, I'm up for my daughter. Well, sometimes I'll watch if I'm walking or, you know, jogging or whatever. I'll watch whatever's on Netflix or, you know, whatever documentary is. Yeah. And I'll do it in segments, you know, an hour at a time. Do you listen to it too, or do you have music on? You just sort of subtitle no, no, it. Or? No, I'm watching it. Oh, so I'm not. I'm, I'm not. This is if I'm not attempting to run. So, um, in that, I'm like, wow, I, I never really knew anything about David Geffen. So I started watching this, and I'm like, then I was like, oh, I don't need specifically to know about him, but then you get interested, and you're like, I wonder. They talk about artists on his label, and you're like. I never really liked that artist. And then the artists interviewed and they play a couple of their songs. Like maybe I do like that artist, right? Mm. That's how we learn about other things. That's how we get inspired or someone goes, how do you know about this? Well, I heard about this. And then from that, this person told me, if you like this, you'll like that. Um, Dude, imagine being so big that the record company is your name. <laughs> like, it's not like, you know, like well, you, you, this if is you hey, started, man that's Productions. How it it's not just like Dave records. Like that's, I mean, dude, that would have been very conceited of me. But I I would say this is predate you, but I did throw that out as the name of the podcast, and it was, it was it was denied yeah. roundly. Yeah. Um. So, I feel like making your kid or making somebody do a specific like deep dive into something rather than if your teacher was like, "Hey, read To Kill a Mockingbird" and 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 write a three page you know uh, paper on this one character's arc. It's like. I know what every kid does. They either get the cliff notes or they just read, they just get enough for that. Yeah. Just get enough. My daughter comes home with these worksheets. It literally, it's a comprehension. Like you read this passage and then there's questions and the questions are literally written out. It's like what uh, the Indiana state bird is this. And then the question will be, what is the Indiana state bird? Yeah. I can't can't find it anywhere. Can you remember what we just told you? Yeah. It didn't say anywhere in the passage. I'm like, you didn't read it. You scan through the word Indiana state bird. You didn't find it because it's on in the corner in a little box. You didn't read that. Yeah. Well, that's a tough one because how do you, how do you prove that you taught somebody something other than them saying, What's the answer to this question? You know what I mean? That's, even if you do, though. That's like honor system stuff. Even and that ain't you, how money works. How boy. many people will say, oh, well, I, I forgot all that after high school. I don't remember anything from high school. You're, I don't think you're, you're ready. You're oh, of course. Re- you're not ready to learn. And no, the stuff I, that you I do was, learn, again, you're learning just so you can pass the test so you don't get grounded on the weekend. Most people. Some people are high achievers, but I would say the vast majority of people are like, I just have to do enough to where my parents are off my back. What's that Maya Angelou book? Yeah. What's that one? I don't know. Oh, you, that's the one, though. Is that, t- that's not. No. I know why the cage bird sings. No. I don't know. But that's not To Kill a Mockingbird. No, that's not To Kill a Mockingbird. That's some What's your point? 
I was recently <laughs> reminded by my buddy in high school that I read that book and we had like an inside joke about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like if you say so. But I was like, I don't Cause I was like, I remember like all you guys had to read that book and I got out of it. I didn't have to. And like, no, you read was it. Was it your like, period? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, I was on. Yeah. Was, was I on it? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, in swimming class where the girls would be like, I don't want to swim today. So I just, this is all I got to say. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. You might've used that excuse. I see. I like to read like out loud and I like to be in front of people and say stuff, but I know, but I don't retain the stuff. Right. I'm just like, I'm, I'll dance for you like a little monkey, but that <laughs> monkey don't remember anything you did. Yeah, well, what's better? Obviously, the retention, right? I mean, the retention's definitely how well, about unless what? unless it sucks, unless it's um, you know something awful, then you don't want to. You know how when people have like a library, like a physical, tangible library in their house, and people go, "Oh, well, you only have that library to show how smart you are, and you probably didn't read half those books." Yeah, well, or you take pictures of them and what, post them. What What about when you What about when you read the books? But then a year, some people forget immediately after they read one chapter. They're like, I got to go back. I forgot what I just read. Dude, but what about when you say like, terrible. oh, yeah, you know, I read that book. I remember that book or I read that book. And but you can't recall it. It's like I enjoyed it at the time, but I have no recall of it. That's why you'll have people go, oh, I've read that book like six or seven times. Is there really a need to do that? Like, do you love a book so much that you'll go back and read it? Some people will. I yeah, will but not. dude, I even forget. Like I, re I rewatched Sopranos recently. And I was like, I literally like well, the whole series. I don't do spoil. Yeah, the whole series. But I literally forgot how certain people died. I was like, oh, and I thought there was story arcs that were a different person. Mm -hmm. Like I had flip flopped them. Like, you know, my memory's bad and, and everyone's memory. I don't not think perfect, you have but, to worry about a spoiler alert. I mean, the Sopranos came out in like 1998. That's uh, true. But I forgot that Tony killed Chris. Mm -hmm. I just forgot. Oh, dude, you should, that's the only one you should know. <laughs> I know. It's a big one. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine actually watch the... Um, uh, what is it? The Saints, many Saints, Saints, the many Saints, Saints of, Saints of New Newark. Newark. Had a buddy watch the many Saints of Newark, and uh, he was like, "Cool, now I'm gonna go back and or now I'm gonna go watch the series because he never had." Mm. And I go, "This like, you shouldn't watch this. This movie was made for people that like the show. They can go, oh, he did shoot did you through her it? beehive haircut. Did you see yeah, the I movie? did see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Um, I liked it fine. And uh, but it was the whole movie was like, here you go." Here's little treats for you guys. Since mm -hmm. you like the show so much, here's them as kids. Isn't this fun? Oh, look, it's a toupee. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it was fine. It looked great. Actually, I didn't love it, but it did look <laughs> great. What does this mean? Well, I it, well, the whole Let point me ask is, is, did you read the reviews before you watched it? Were you already seeing the reviews? Reviews that were spilling or like people commenting on your post? Because that's all I read. And barely. On mine? Yeah. No, you, no. You like, were asking okay. people what they thought. I didn't read like a real Okay, review. well, whatever. I don't watch before, trailers, dude. Before you saw it, you had some idea that it wasn't up to snuff for people. Yeah. So yeah, I did get that impression. I had, I had read a couple reviews um, prior to watching it. And so I already went into it like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be as good as what I wanted it to be. And when I watched it, I was like, mm, not great. I, I, I visioned something else, but then just like how the Sopranos ended where everybody was dissatisfied with the last scene in the actual HBO show, um, years later, after hearing David Chase and different people talk about the ending and their, you know, what they felt about the ending, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's the best ending that ever that a show ever had. So they changed my opinion. Hmm. So now I look at the movie as I think it's a great standalone movie. It's obviously filmed different. It's, it's shot not, it's different. Not a great standalone. It's movie. from a different time. I mean, 
if you if you think you're going to watch the movie and then it's going to and then the first ep- episode one season one of the Sopranos is going to make sense to you, it's not because there's still this chasm between when Tony becomes an adult mm-hmm. and he becomes in the mob, like yeah. you know, doing mob related. He's just like a punk kid. I just the, the only reason I cared about any of those characters is because I knew who they were. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's like the only reason like people wanted to see Anakin. Well, you, stuff I mean, when he was a kid you can't you go back in time. Vader, you know, it, had you never ever seen an episode of The Sopranos and had no context, you might have just enjoyed the movie as a as a movie. You no, know? I might have, but it had the same problem. You won't know, you'll never know. It obviously. had the same problem that a lot of stuff that I'm watching now. I it used to be a clear good guy and a clear bad guy, and then it got a little muddied. You got your Breaking Bad's and The Wire, and these people were like, they're, they're everyone's mixed, right? No one's good or bad, but now. There's nobody to root for ever sometimes in a lot of these movies. Like, I'm watching The Sopranos going like, I don't care if they all get it because none of them are good people. <laughs> and then I'm watching this movie and I'm like, well, they all could get it too. Because, you know, like, when, when everyone's so, like, the character's real, right? So he's got flaws. And it's like, well, yeah, but he's so full of them right. that I don't root for him at well, he, all. He, I didn't like anybody in the show, really. He's definitely a... Um He's definitely a terrible person, and they try to. Obviously, this is good good for the writers, but they try to have these like moments where all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, you know, he he does bleed blood, he right. does drink water like me, and it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he had a moment where he was like rubbing his, his giving his kid a noogie on top of his head, but then in the next in the next scene. Yeah, he, you know, throw, he throws his wife down his the wife or, you know, He throws his wife down the stairs, but he gives the kid two bucks to go get a hot dog. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. But I think, unfortunately, that is the nature of real human beings. And that's I think that's it why is. people found this show um, relatable, regardless of what this guy did for a living or that he was a criminal. It's like, hey, we're all kind of that. Yeah, we're, but I, you know, I think that works if you're watching Manchester by the Sea. And the point is to show... <laughs> To show a super depressing, uh, the dichotomy of being a human being and loss and stuff that works. But when it's like this is a mobster movie, well, all right, don't I don't I want anybody to win? Or <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. in Goodfellas, you kind of wanted him to end up getting away or whatever, you know? Yeah, that, I, that's a good question. I don't know what I wanted out of that. I guess because I already knew that was a true story, I already had an idea of how that was going to end. But I feel the same way. It's like Henry Hill, the biggest piece of shit in the movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. clearly, yes, he he was the, he was the least murdery, but the biggest scumbag all around. The way you know, just everything he was doing, and and, and in fact, he was he helped write the story that became the movie. So, oh, dude, that's it, the uh, that's the, the 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 craziest part, right? Speaking of him, I was conf- the the casting was awesome, except Ray Liotta was two guys, right? Yes, the Why? old twin brother. Why? Uh, <laughs> he's that good. No, he's but not. You know they have to pay. Him, you know they have to pay him twice. I was listening to a podcast where they were about talking money. about it. Can't be. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking. If you are a twin, you get paid twice. Your well, contract is doubled. That's pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty great. I wonder if both of them are just slightly less for sure. Right? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's really a million, but you get six hundred grand twice. Right? I don't know. Um, it's really yeah, I saw he goes to jail. I'm like, okay, we're doing a we're doing a twin thing now. <laughs> okay, this is fine. Also, I was super confused because I don't spoilers. Uh, yeah, whatever. Because um, this super hot Italian chick mm-hmm. had this big honker on her, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, Chris is constantly getting made fun of for having a big nose." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, that's got to be his real mom, right?" Well, she dies, so yeah. Like, but 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 everyone makes fun of her yes. for having or yes. of him. 
Remember when, you know... Yeah, but I think that... Remember is, when Johnny Sachs, like, I could stand out in the rain and smoke a cigarette yeah. while I'm getting wet or whatever. <laughs> uh, but then he dates this super hot Italian chick, which makes sense because Chris always thinks he's a model or mm-hmm. whatever, with a big old schnauz on her. And I'm like, well, okay, then that's Chris's real mom. But it's like, no, we we just cast that just to make you mad. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you... So... Obviously, that stands out in your mind where you're like, she's super hot, but but dude, she was she has so this. insanely good looking. Okay, though. but how, but but then why make the comment about the obvious comment about her nose? Because did that did that? You're saying she's a ten, but when she turns sideways, she's an eight. I don't she's understand. Still a 10. What I'm saying is that so, she clearly has a distinct. Does that make you feel weird inside? Feature? Where you're like, wow, that she she is absolutely beautiful as far as what society deems mm. is beautiful and but then she also has this big nose it's like well, those two things don't make sense either either she's perfectly symmetrically beautiful mm, no or she's, she's not beautiful and and not symmetrical. she's exotic looking well, she's just beautiful with a big nose <laughs> and so i just go this has to be chris's mom and and if and if that's not the case just cast a really beautiful italian woman without a big nose so i'm not confused like why'd you do that what's that about maybe also, he the likes that thing? maybe he looks into that am i the only one that didn't really know it was a toupee or didn't think about it i don't think it really yeah i don't think it mattered because obviously they really hair is like this crazy pompadour on the show but you find out in the movie again a spoiler i just thought he died it's just a one-off yeah i didn't know for sure it was if you find that a spoiler alert you probably didn't like the dave Chappelle special so i don't care they showed it like four or five times like Mm -hmm. right away also the casting was good it was you know what the problem was the casting was so good except for a couple like Silvio, the guy looked like he was making a Silvio right. face the whole time. He's like, oh, he's smelling something bad. Like, I don't know, boss. And he looked like he was 60 when he was 19. Yeah. And then 60 when he was 60. And that was confusing. Yeah. But I, hear you. I don't like Paulie Walnuts. I've been vocal about that. But his casting was fantastic. Little Tony. Yeah. Which one was his real kid? The little Tony or the teenage Tony? The, the teenage Tony. Mike. Yeah. Mike, Mike uh, Gandolfini. Yes. The teenage, the teenager, one. yes. Because the boy looked. I was like, oh, that's. What do you have a grandkid? Like the boy looks exactly like him too. The little kid? No, yes. Dude, but his, just like his him. child is the is the uh, adult or the teenage. <laughs> is it because Gandolfini looks like a grown baby? <laughs> it's very so possible. Like you get a real baby and it's like, well, clearly that's his kid. It's very possible. Or him. But I, I guess I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. But but then when yeah, when he killed the Italian chick and it seemed to all like I don't know, it just seemed to fizzle out. It just was great looking, but I didn't love the story. And I didn't know like what they were trying to say with the story and what they well, wanted me so, to think about it. Yeah, so from what I've heard, they're supposed to make, they may make another prequel that takes you from that point to the beginning of where The Sopranos were. Oh my God, off. dude. The lady that played uh, Tony's mom? Oh, amazing, though. You know who that is? It's I that, cannot that's believe. Vera Formiga, the, the, the girl from... Hello, um, you know that movie where uh, Mark Wahlberg is a Boston cop, Leonardo DiCaprio. What? I guess that's oh, the, the Departed. Yes, she's the girlfriend in the Departed. She's a therapist. The therapist lady. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. But uh, I was like, wait, why had... is the one that looks like Tony, the woman playing Tony's mom, look like Carmela too? It yeah, looks, she looked like I'm... a young Carmela. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's just. But no, she had the voice we, down, and it, it was so good. I mean, dude. let's be honest, all Italians look the same. That's true. With that being said, do you walk with purpose? Do you think you walk with purpose? I walk quickly, and so people think I have a purpose, and that's not an accident. That's good enough for me. Uh, I just traveled last weekend to Las Vegas uh, for a quick getaway. And again, we've decided in society, right, if you're walking 
it's hard to picture uh, in, in your mind's eye. Consider we've decided that when you walk, a, you know, you're walking down a hallway uh, in grade school, you walk on this side of the, the, the hallway and people that are walking the other direction walk on this side of the hallway. Right, right? side. Yeah, just... So, so the reason is, is so people can walk without running into one another. It's not complete chaos and a melee and yeah, it's a smooth, this pe- these people are going up the escalator and these people are going down the escalator. Now remove the escalator. And it's the same concept, right? Yeah, this group's going this way. This group's going that way. The airport, and I don't get it. Like, so obviously they have a people mover in the middle of the airport, right? One's going toward the terminals. One's coming from the terminals. Most and Wally then, name ever. And then people there's mover. there's on either side of that the the people mover. There is area for people to walk who don't want to use the people mover, or maybe there's bathrooms people or whatever whose, whose legs work. And so. My my question is, if to the right of the people mover is to the terminals, why are people coming from the terminals and not using the other side? You know mm. what I mean? Like we're both on the same side again. So the, if the people mover separates the, the alleyway that you're walking, one going up, one going down. If you're going up, you still walk on the right side going up. If you're a person who's going down, you walk on the left side. Otherwise, what is the point? So this... Are you saying you have to cross traffic to get to yours? This... I'm, I'm just saying, like, it. why are people walking into one another? There's two sides. Walk. If you're going this direction, you walk on the far side. If you're walking on this direction, you go on the far side. I don't know if I have to draw you a diagram. It, I, it, a little, maybe. Is your gripe an engineering gripe or a people gripe? People. I oh, just so you're don't saying understand. It's set up properly, when right? we're children, a part of going to kindergarten and, and, and elementary school is learning how to assimilate and be an American, a person in America. I don't know about other places, but... We learn how to use our manners. We learn how to raise our hands. Oh, I'm sorry. To... I thought this was America. I'm sorry. But we, we also learn when your teacher takes you down to the bathroom, we walk on this side and we're quiet when we walk. And when you come from the bathroom, you line up in a single file line. These Therefore, are, everybody. Yeah. These are great rules. I just, it starts in the airport. And again, we went to Las Vegas, which is clearly a lot to, to look at. And, you know, people go there to shop window shop gamble whatever it is and um the horse but i just don't understand why people stop while walking it's like you ever see somebody on a major road or like a street that doesn't have um like street parking and it, they dude, just so crazy they just pull over and stop and then they're like looking at the, oh I, I needed to use my phone real quick it's like <laughs> yeah. this is not a road you can stop on yeah. you cannot stop on every road i agree so I do not walk looking at my cell phone. Um, there are times where I've taken out my cell phone and said, oh, that's a cool, that'll be a cool picture. I take a picture. But I move myself. I always have my head on a swivel. I'm constantly, again, concerned with other people and not getting in other people's way. And I feel like there is a small minority of people that care enough about other people and when it comes specifically to walking, people are like, yeah, whatever, like they do to walk around me, but it is nonstop people just stopping with their heads up their asses. And then you run into that person <laughs> yeah. or you have to stop. And then the person behind you thinks you're the person that stopped the natural progression of, of movement. I think if you wanted to be a real hero, you would just run into more people while walking. You know what I mean? You would just, t- you would be, you'd be like, I'm going to take some of the burden off society and I'm going to carry this water for you guys. So when someone stops, you just plow into them. And you go, Oh man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you stopped where you weren't supposed to. We made a mistake together, except for it was you. Crosswalks are the same thing in the city. Can we? Uh, it should be real easy. When you see the guy walking, that's walking. 
when you see the walking guy with the X through him, that's not walking. Yeah, that seems like... I just don't understand where there'll be it'll be like walking and then everybody's standing there and then it'll go to the not walking and then people walk and then the cars are honking. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> I just don't understand well, why do can't think, we get this right? Do you think a lot of this is... Or do you think a good chunk of this is alcohol-based? Oh, I no... I'll, no, only because I see it everywhere. This is specific to Las Vegas. I feel like even in Chicago, well, Chicago also has some intersections that are that have nine streets intersecting. I don't stop and when I'm like, supposed to yeah. stop in Chicago because I'm not getting killed. It's <laughs> a very good plan. Like when it's a red light, I go, nope, dude, you're getting carjacked, not me, bro. I just, as a, as a rule follower, I just can't get behind people that don't follow rules and it's like are you not following the rule are you too stupid and aloof are you ignorant or are you just thumbing your nose you know what the answer is it's about me oh 100 that's always the answer yeah i know we're supposed to walk but i got something i want to do for me that's what it's always about i constantly tell my my own wife i'm like hey you move out of the way there's people coming and then she just gets irritated with me she's like okay it's yeah i was one i was looking in my purse for one second i'm like yeah you knew you were right. going to be looking in your purse, so pre-plan that, move over first, then look at your purse. Or maybe just be mindful of what you're doing while you're doing it. It's this, the same with, like, she, like, you know, my wife does it now, too, like, just looking at the phone while we're watching a movie and then say what happened. It's like, right. this is this movie's not about you, so jump on board if you want to find out. And by the way, um, I can you know, only, it's it's a Pixar movie. They're, just, they're all going to cry at the end. Like, I'll tell you what happens. I, I can only speak about my wife because this is it's just a microcosm of a bigger problem. But uh, another perfect example is, is you know, we're going to, we, we went to Las Vegas to attend a concert and they're saying like, hey, we need, um, when you come to the front door, you need to have your Vax card, your driver's license ready um, in order to show to get into the concert. Was it, real quick, was it Vax card or negative COVID test? Yeah. Okay. Well, that didn't apply to me, so I didn't. Went to a Hawks game, but one of our guy had, no, but I got tested today, and I was like, uh, okay. So as we come up there, she's got her Vax card, and then it's, I'm like, hey, you should already have your ID out too. Just like at the airport, it's like, hey, you know that they're going to look at your ID and your ticket. Yeah, but you don't walk up there with a so ticket long. and then pull out your like be digging through your pocket. That's what it's like a gaper's delay. Everybody is delayed because and you stood in line for twenty minutes to get your until it was your turn. I have both documents in my hand as soon as I'm walking up next, like like the soup Nazi. Yeah, but if I, I show was in them, Vegas. I, I don't say anything. I move down the line. Next move. But if I was in Vegas, I would put all my money. On the fact that your wife was going to wait until the last minute, and then pull her stuff out. That's just you know. I mean, this is listen. You you've said it many times. You're not going to change that. You might as well just get on board with that and just be like, "This is how it's going to be." She did win three hundred and thirty dollars on a slot machine. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so we came away winning. I didn't. I had. I immediately got the gambling fever, and she's like, "Oh, because we've never the entire time we've been married, we've never gambled ever." You got a gambling um, fever. Oh, I stopped what? gambling anything it doesn't matter like so <laughs> i told her i was like hey let's just take a couple hundred dollars and then every day like just like the first day we'll we'll mess around and, and gamble 50 bucks a piece that's hard you know, to whatever. do i mean aren't there aren't the minimums 10, well i 10, mean a slot bucks? machine you could you could have like a quarter you know quarter Slots slot the only thing i can't get behind I'm so like, this is nothing like this is no this is all pure chance all so, of it so that's how i like you win a couple and it's like when you're winning you know, you say you bet it's a a quarter to play, but you're like, I'm not going to play a quarter because the gains aren't aren't there. So right. I'm going to play, although it's a quarter, a I'm going to play five lines oh, okay. and say it ends up being like five dollars or whatever. 
And even if you win, you win a percentage of that. So you hear ding, 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 ding. And it says, instead of giving you $5, it could give you $3. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you actually lost, uh, but you got $3 out of your five. So now you've lost two. Yeah. And you don't realize that if you're stupid like I am and you just <laughs> keep hitting like five, five, five. So <laughs> right. I, I'm, I blow through my money immediately and I'm like, hey, what do you think? Like, should we, should we keep, should we, should we let it ride? No craps? Oh, no. Oh, no. So I, because I have this problem and I know I have this problem. <laughs> really? I used to have the problem when I had uh, my parents for, for Hanukkah would give us like a uh, hundred tokens for Aladdin's castle at the mall. And I would burn through a hundred tokens. I'm like, I don't even know how you play a video game that fast. I would literally go put it in, lose this video game, go play another one. I couldn't keep the money in my pocket long enough. It was unfair, in my opinion, for me to keep Aladdin's castle from getting their coins back. They needed to go home. Yeah. So (laughs) at some point, my wife was like, oh, you, you, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, so I then just let her... I would sit at the slot machine. I would let her push all the buttons okay. and I wouldn't touch anything. I was like, you know what? And we ended up, she won. And then she was immediately like, let's cash out. So we won $300 and then she pulled out another 20. She's like, we could play with this, but this stays hmm. like it, that seemed to make sense, but not for me. Cause I was like, do you want to maybe play a little bit more? Anytime there was downtime, I was like, what do you think? Should we, should we, should we keep this, this streak going? Yeah. She's like, no, we shouldn't. Well, that's the beauty. And an awful part also about gambling, right? Is it's like that allure of like, we could, this could be a big one. So I, everybody knows is listening to the podcast. I don't drink like most, like people who drink, drink, you know, I'm, I'm well, just not if that. you don't drink, stop taking pictures of your beer. Cause it's bothering. I'm me. showing people that I'm the alcoholic. I am human as well. Pictures. I am human as well. But um, oh, you're like David. Chase. I don't possess that thing where it's like once I crack a beer, it's on. You know, this begins. You know, oh, where I have to like yeah. crack every beer. I am with that the way I, you are with Aladdin's Castle tokens. So that, it's super fun to spend all those tokens. It just hurts the next day. Now I've also spoken about how my my significant other enjoys a cold beer or more, and. She ended up getting the minute before we went to, to the concert. Um, it, so where where this was in Las Vegas is like this little bowling alley um, down by the Flamingo Hilton. There's like this little promenade. So we ate at a restaurant that was like four storefronts away from the venue. And it was outside, you know, deck or whatever, Mexican yes. food. She ends up getting, uh, she ends up getting food poisoning and it takes it the minute we walk into the venue for the show where I'm like, hey, we got an Uber back to the hotel. We don't have to drive. It's a rock show. It's going to be on, especially with her because she's, yeah, you know, she likes to, she yeah, you likes ride, to, to yeah. have a couple sure. of beers. You got to tell. And she's like, I'm, I'm sick. I can't, you know, I feel sick. And so I, the whole time she's like standing in the back. She doesn't want to be, it's just, you know, just uncomfortable not having a, she's not, not throwing up. I, I, Yet. yeah, I mean, I, I think that she, she attempted to, or tried to, I don't, I don't know. Oh, this is, I don't, do you talk man. about women like this? I don't know. I don't she know. wasn't feeling well. I just know when I get food poisoning, so it's not up to me. Um, she kept leaving me and going to the bathroom. Oof. Okay. And yeah. So I was, that. I, I had the, look, I'm a short guy. This is another thing I want to specify. If I could be tall, this is the reason it's just for going to concerts. I don't care about being tall for any yeah. other reason, yeah. but no reason. matter where I stand, I could have the best view. There will be somebody that's taller that's like, hey, man, it just like kind of moves right in front of me. And then another person and another person. And there's mm. no getting around it. So I will look for, I like to get there early and get this premium spot to where I'm not too close because I don't want to be crushed by people behind me, but like sort of off the edge. Mm. And that's where I was. I had, I was close enough to where I could have 
you know, I could have flipped a, a quarter to the to the to the band and they could have called. Really? Oh, that's great. But then when she got not she was not feeling well, she's like, This is not close enough access to the bathroom. And right. any decent person would not make their wife continuously walk back and forth without being somewhere near them. Well, one time I stood in front of my wife at a nickelback concert. <laughs> So anyway, I had to move then to a not good location yeah. and be in the back or behind a bunch of uh, taller people. But there was a lot of like really nice video screens and um, you could see from the back. I mean, yeah, you can, you but you're seeing between people. It's not the same thing as being up front and no. and and, uh, and being right up there. But uh, yeah, so I drank. Uh, I drank some some Heineken's, which I hadn't drank in a long time. Mm. But it's just the thing is, if you're if you're if you're partying, buddy, it doesn't want to party, and it's like I don't normally party, and now I'm ready to let's 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 get this let's get this thing going, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not feeling it. It really just takes the wind out of your sails. It's supposed to, yeah. It should, <laughs> yeah. For some people, it makes them slow down a little bit, yeah. Hey, but, when you, when you go to a, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the other interesting thing was is they have a rule here that obviously even with the vaccination card, um, you still had to wear your mask during the concert. What? And I want to say the venue probably I think it housed three thousand maybe something like either two or three thousand. I think 3, with the vax card, still wear it. You still have to wear it. Okay. And did anybody do it? Nobody was because the rule is if you're drinking, um, you can obviously have your mask down. What a, what a, like, so what I doing? literally, you know, when I couldn't get back to the bar, I just had a empty beer and I, I would pretend every now and then well, I, I was, was checking. So, I don't know, but cared, I, you know, right? I'm a rule follower. Uh, so yeah, I was yeah. so conscious of, <laughs> of somebody maybe telling me like, sir, pull your mask up, put it over your nose, make sure your mask is on. Right. And, and I understand the idea Unreal. behind masks, but I'm just going to say, do you can't it, rock, you can't go to a rock concert with a mask on. Well, it's just you just can't do it. And people that go out, it's you know kids wear them every day. They they it's, they just get used to it. I'm not used to it, and I can't rock out with a mask even if it has my the logo of my favorite band on it. Not I don't it. even want to like get into the mask thing, but do it or don't. This <laughs> right. pretending to do it and not doing it also annoying. And to since me. oh since we can't do it, let's just don't do it. Like get your vax or do it. I, I'm. Just, Dude, even even before vaccines, it was like we have to wear, we have to try mask. We can't, we can't stop, we can't walk in places where we, we can't stop in places where we're supposed to walk. Right, that we do that anyways. We we can't walk on the right side of the direction. We can't stop our cars, or we can't stop uh, parking our cars in the middle of the streets for no reason. Mm -hmm. People that go like, we'll just wear masks and it'll be okay. You're way way overestimating how how capable we are. Which is why anybody that comes up with a conspiracy theory. I just go, there's no way you can get more than a handful no. of people on the same page. And, and especially on the the level of the entire government conspiring against the people of our country. It's like, they just couldn't do it. I'm not saying they no. wouldn't try to, no. or they wouldn't have an idea to. No, we'd screw it up. Fact, there's just no way. Like, I remember Can't one happen. time I went with my brother Nate to see, um, it was like Sam Harris, uh, Daniel Dennett. I don't. It was uh, Stephen Pinker, maybe. It was like all these super brains, people that like. You ever heard of that, like the dark web, or mm -hmm. no, not dark web, but there was a term I can't remember. But it was it was for these um, like intellectuals that were kind of making Jordan Peterson, like mm -hmm. these people that were sort of making their own, like uh, they were bringing these thoughts yeah. to the forefront that, that weren't mainstream. For, right? But they were like the four horsemen. We went to one of those things, and. I remember trying so, and they served beer too, which I only had a couple, but I remember going like, I can't spare any IQ points. 
You know what I mean? But I remember watching these guys talk and and they were so smart. Every once in a while, everyone in the crowd would start laughing now, go, ha. I felt like Tommy Boy, you know, <laughs> like, ah, you know, uh, Herbie Hancock. I felt like the dumbest person in the entire Coliseum. If you said those guys start a conspiracy, I might go, okay, maybe. Because they're so clearly mm-hmm. all super smart. Um, but normal people starting anything in a group. But those guys, even though they're all smart, they don't agree with one another. That's why you're watching them debate. Yeah, yeah. There's there's, <laughs> so, there's, there's almost always like just a nuance that they right. get, especially Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Like, well, you have to talk about what is truth. And then, mm-hmm. well, there's three hours gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. But uh, I'm just, when it comes to conspiracies, I think about that. I go, it would have to be the smartest people. With the best plan. It would have to be like that movie Simple Plan, mm-hmm. except it would have to be Sam Harris yes. and Daniel Dennett and, and Jordan Peterson or whoever. But uh, I don't know. We're talking about masks. Oh, I went and saw Corolla a couple weeks ago just on a, on a whim. I didn't even know he was coming, uh, Adam Corolla. And I just happened to, my my wife was taking the kids to a football game, and uh, like a high school football game. And she was like, okay, hey, I'm going with my friend. And my friend has kids that are the same age. So she was like, hall pass. Like, you can go out and do whatever you want to do. And she was like, so I thought you might like, go see your friends or play guitar a little bit. And within five minutes, I was like, oh, Corolla's coming to Chicago. I'll be gone. I was like, I found something super fun to do right away. But the whole point of that story was it was great, but you had to bring your Vax card mm-hmm. and wear a mask. But over there, it was as soon as you walked through the door, everyone was just like, throw these pieces of crap. Like nobody cared. Mm-hmm. And and I was looking around going, oh, I, we don't have to wear these. And then my buddy goes, well, the point of bringing the Vax card was to show that we're all vaccinated. That's so so think, it's all right? good, right? <laughs> right? And so... And I would think that too, but normally you go, yeah, I know we're all vaxxed, so we shouldn't have to wear the masks, but still we do it anyways because we're because we're extra or because of what well, I, I think don't the do, idea is, is it, but we didn't have to wear ours. So you're vaxxed, which means that you, even if you get the coronavirus or some variant of the coronavirus, you will not be as sick as you would be had you not been vaxxed. Yeah, hopefully, but right? just because you're vaxxed doesn't mean that you can't be an asymptomatic carrier. Right. It's just not affecting you. So you're... you're right, but who but am I going to give it to? Say, Another person who's vaxxed. But then people are saying, well, you don't wear the mask to protect you. You wear the mask to protect other people. So Well, those other people a, should then get vaxxed. Yeah. Okay, 100%. and if you, if you didn't, well, this okay, is why it all get, this is why it all gets confusing. You didn't want right? to. So I don't know. Is it the venue saying like, "Hey, we don't care if you wear one," but the mandate from like, let's say, the city of Chicago yes. is saying, "Yes, we don't care what the venue says. Our rule is this." Perfect example. We have a concert coming up. So we went and saw Alkaline Trio and Bad Religion. That's where that's the concert. Yeah, we went that's to. pretty cool. Now they're we're also seeing them next month here in November in Chicago. Dude, Same, how many times have you seen Alkaline Trio in like the past like, year? I feel like you've oh, seen that. Oh, no, because the last time it got canceled, so this will only be the third Oh, it time. did? Yeah. Oh, thir- only of third. Third's yeah. pretty good in so a year. This is gonna, I'm assuming it's going to be the, the same the same songs, the same order the songs are played, you know, same set list, all this. Mm. But our son wants to go, yeah. and the city of Chicago is saying you it's a 17 and older show. Well, he's 16. So I got a hold of the venue, and Fake I was ID like, look. ID time, baby. I was like, look. We're going to be there, you know, it's, we're saying it's cool if, if, you know, nobody asks, don't ask, don't tell, whatever, like his parents are going to be there. We're not just turning our our 16 year old loose and driving away. So we'll take any responsibility. And the person was like, dude, it's, it's not up to us. It's, it's a city ordinance that has to do with, I don't, I, I don't know what specific it is, but like, you know, unfortunately if somebody was to find out that we were completely negligent, like if you sneak by, you sneak by, it is what it is, but uh, so I was like, I oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but 
again, as a rule follower, I feel like I'm in a bad spot here. Just follow good my rules. Wife, don't follow, my don't wife, follow bad rules. I'll let my wife sneak him in. Yeah, well, how's she going to do that? That's I don't know. Right. She'll figure it out. That, She'll figure it out. Well, if anybody could. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Um, I just don't care about the COVID or none of that. I've been clear about that. But like, if you have the option to get vaccines, and so everybody who, by this point, everybody who wants one has gotten one. Other than kids, right? right. Everyone who's, got, who it's technically not affecting, as far as right. You know. So if you if you wanted it, you got it. So if we go to a place and we all, well, yeah, we got vaxxed. Yes, you're right. You can still carry it and give it to somebody. But the only person I could give it to is the person who goes, I don't care if you give it to me. So deal. But this is so where, deal, obviously right? where the government's saying you're too stupid to know whether you should or shouldn't care. We're going to nah, tell it's you. It's not up to yeah, them. Uh, well, it is. We apparently can't, we <laughs> can't walk in walkways and we can't drive in driveways, dude. Yeah. I, I hear you. I mean, I, again, we're we're both we're both beating the same drum mm. here. So, but I just I don't, yeah. Las Vegas. The other thing I was going to say about Las Vegas is because um, I asked s- uh, several of our Uber drivers just to confirm, marijuana not legal to smoke while you're walking down the street. It's you what, can't in do Vegas it. anywhere. I mean, especially oh. in Las Vegas. I mean, maybe in California well, you, you can. can. Cal- yeah, of course you can. But you can, and maybe like Colorado, and then no, like Washington State, now. but not Las Vegas. But wow. people, you know how before you were saying like it's all about, it just comes down to, it's all about the individual person. And that's yeah, where we, we are with society. We really care. I can, I, I hate to beat you guys over the head with this, but I still can't really smell. Um, when I say that, I mean, I, I, I smell one odor for everything, whether it be dog shit or spaghetti. It's all smells the same. I get oh. this one odor. Um, except for marijuana. Never which been a better I, time to have dog shit It doesn't smell everywhere. like marijuana did before I had COVID. But you can still tell? I can tell. And oh. it is so obnoxious. You can't, people are literally walking down the street, smoking blunts, smoking. And like um, so much of it. Like, like it's, it's so heavy and thick. Yeah. It, it hits you like the Hulk punching you in the face. And it, it is just like, come on, man. Can, can, I'm not saying that everybody, it's Las Vegas. So I guess some people are like, well, maybe you shouldn't bring your kid to Las Vegas. But Okay, Las Vegas is a lot more family friendly than it once was, but I don't really even think that has it has anything to do with it. I just think because Chicago's the same way. It's like people are just, hey, I want to smoke weed. If you don't like it, f you. That's the mentality. Hey, I want to shoot people dead in the street. If you don't like it, f you. I'll shoot yeah, you too. Yeah, that's the our issue with this society. Like we talked about years ago, with like this. Um, pandering and and babying our children and the, the this is where. Years ago, we talked about the um, what do you, the, the participation trophy. This mm. is what has become of our society as a result of it. Is everybody goes? I want. To. Oh, I'm. I didn't know it bothered you that I did this, and I don't care. Well, you know the answer to why they did it. It's one word. Look it up. It's wanted to. <laughs> wanted. Yeah, why'd you do that? I wanted to. I mean, felt like it. Yeah, but dude, you you're not supposed. I mean, like you're we're right outside the place. Yeah, but we were to. staying at New York, New York, and. The hotel, like when you pull up into the 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 um, you know the vestibule to get all your stuff out. I don't know what that's called, like the the valet area. Okay. Um, the hotel is playing music. You know, it's playing nice music, welcoming music to to welcome you on yeah. into the hotel and set the ambiance before you even walk in the door. Well, there's these two guys that walked up and they have a giant suitcase and on top of it they have a Bluetooth speaker and they're playing trap music and they're selling cologne out of the suitcase and they're smoking weed 20 feet from the door of the hotel. 
And it's like, is nobody going to say like, dude, this is a private business. Get the F off the property. Like yeah. you're not going to do, first of all, you're, 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 you're playing music over the music. The hotel is well, it's like, you know, how we spent all the money on the speaker system so we <laughs> could play our, our goddamn music. Nobody said a thing. And it's like, I know that the, just like colleges, the, off, the police officers who work on college campuses are told, I know this because I know lots of them, uh, hey, we don't, we're not going out there making proactive like drinking arrests or, or drug arrests because p- these kids' parents pay or these people pay to attend yeah. this college. So we may take it away from them. We may t- you know, give them a slap on the wrist, maybe have them administratively like the school will find out about it and they'll, they'll put them on academic probation or whatever, but we're not going right. to arrest you. You're a paying customer. Mm. And the hotel is no different. So it's like you'll see patrons of the hotel walking around the exterior of the hotel smoking weed or sitting there smoking tons of weed. And they're not, their security people just ride by on bikes. Like it's not a big deal. We're not going to tell these people they can't do it because they're gambling at our casino. For, for me, it's far less about the weed and far more about the just the blatant, it's about yeah. me and I don't 100%. care. You know what I mean? 100%. For sure. And that's the same with like music. Like, now, a homeless person walks up on the property, they're, you better believe they're Johnny on the spot. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. So they're not LA. Because, yet. well, these crazy homeless people, care, right? we saw a couple of them while we were like people watching. They just come up and start screaming and like doing all kinds. Of, and, and the security will, will, you know, as soon as they notice them, they will like move. Or if they're sleeping on a bench, they're like, you're, you're gross, move. Yeah. Uh, but if you appear to be a paying or playing customer, you're good. You're yeah, good. Yeah. That's, that's a, geez, that's a whole new. So I've never been to Vegas, man. But now I'm back in this shitty area. And as soon as I we landed and I got off the expressway, like to the general area where I live, I was like, man. It was not, it was like seven sixty eight at night, maybe sixty five at night, seventy one during the day. This is when we were in Las Vegas. I was like, I know it gets up to uh, two hundred and four degrees mm. in the summertime. You went at the right time, I guess. I would just I was just telling my wife while we were there. I was like, Why do we live here? Why do we live in Northwest Indiana? You're gonna end up being those snowbirds or whatever, right? I don't like to commute, so no, I can't see because <laughs> yeah. you know you think about like well, then you'll just live there. You'll probably go to Arizona if you're like you get down there and you're in Arizona or whatever, and you're like, man, my guitar is back, and now all of a sudden I want to play my guitar, but I gotta go buy another one. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that would be a good problem to have, I guess. No, I've never been there. Um, it's not even in my top five. I mean, I, mean, I would, you know, I would go, your top five places you wish. Yeah, you that would I want to go. go. I, I mean, I would go, of course, I would go anywhere. Do you go like, to the casino boats? Over? I don't love gambling. Um, I mean, there's. I, just, I never have money. I don't. I want to buy shit with. There, I would say the one benefit of living in a place like Las Vegas is it's like it's show centric. So any musical act or Broadway well, act yeah. or comedy act is coming to Las Vegas. So at least for entertainment purposes, it's a nice hub. And you know, if you lived in like Henderson or somewhere like outside of Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and on a Sunday you're like, hey, uh, me and the guys are going to go watch the football game. You're not going to you know. Uh, Joe McNaughty's pub in you know in Hammond or whatever. Yeah, you're, you're you're going to a casino where you could watch it at the sports book or you could you right. Know, it's, you could sit outside in the beautiful weather watching a big screen TV and it's like you know what I mean. You're, I don't know, man. It just it always felt like I watched that that movie Bum Fights years ago <laughs> and that was very predominantly filmed in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so between that and like all the just drunk people, which I don't. Yeah, I like to drink. Right, I get it, but. Like drunk people are so unpredictable. Yeah, you don't know what they're gonna do at any moment, and so I don't know. It's just never like I'd much rather like go hike in Colorado well, or something. I'm assuming people that live in Las Vegas would be would would say, "Hey, yeah, that all sounds great and dandy," but if you live in Las Vegas, you surely don't want to go down 
into the city area where it's a bunch of tourists and you know there's probably other lesser attended places in Las Vegas that oh, people sure. who live in the community go to. But I wouldn't go there. Right. I would go visit and I would go to the strip or whatever and I'd be like, no, we're I'm drinking stuff out of My wife went there, my wife, when she was like 18 or 19 and she was telling me like stuff they did there and I was just like, that doesn't, just doesn't, I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink anything out of a boot. I I, <laughs> I went down to um, Fremont Street which is like the old Las Vegas where it's, there's, you're, you everywhere you walk is under a canopy, like a lit canopy and there's like light shows going on in the ceiling oh, and it's that's like, cool. it's that, it's the old part um, that they've rejuvenated and, but, it's, I guess it's sort of like um, New Orleans where like you walk and all these businesses have their, like their doors rolled up and like on either side of the street, it's like you bar, 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 different theme. So I remember years ago, I was walking around with a, a football. It was a giant like loose side or like plastic yeah, football filled yeah. with beer. And it was probably like, I don't know, $7 for this thing. And it, it, it held like six cans of beer. But the thing <laughs> is, is. After, if you hold that thing for longer than like ten minutes, it's it's piss warm. Right, <laughs> so right, right, right. You gotta you gotta go with the glass of beer or the bottle of beer because it's just enough to smash down and get another one. Uh, but when you have when you pay that money in theory, those people that are carrying the yards of alcohol, yeah, it's like, dude, you're not gonna drink it fast enough. And when it gets to the bottom, it's just straight sugar, and you're gonna barf. I, I just don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. But all that being said, I do. Uh... I got to plan something. I want to go to Nashville. Everybody goes there and says it's so great. And I want to go there before it's not great. Like just for music? I feel like every like great city, if you've heard about it, it's like, well, by the time I go there, it'll suck. That's just how I think. Like, I mean, I'll get to Nashville and like they won't be playing live music anymore. I just, I think, I guess if you're going to Nashville, the whole idea is you're going to drink and eat a lot. So if your plan is to go well, and just go to different bars, this, this makes it tough. There's not really much to do. My wife's not really into loud music, food, or drinking, and but so what else? It's not like people go, "Hey, I, I go to know. Nashville because they have a great, they have great water parks for your kids, or they have uh, a great sights to see." It's no, like, but no, it's the live music. To, they say you can just go to a place, walk in, and some guy's playing, and he's great. And yeah, like, and that guy could end up being like a billboard. You know, chart yeah. topper. The he next could end year. up being like a pop country hack if he sticks with it. But but the whole my my point is is that all you're going to do is go from bar to bar listening to live music, and either staring at the stage and not drinking or drinking and eating. Well, see, that's what my wife says too. She's like, she doesn't like traveling at all because she goes, when we go, what do we do? We just drink and eat, and I don't really like to do either one of those things. And I go, I mean, what <laughs> you're saying makes sense. Like, if you don't like that, then that wouldn't be for you. But I don't. Then what is? Why else do know? people travel? They like to eat and drink and relax and forget about the troubles that they have at home, right? Like, I remember she went on a uh, uh, trip with, I'm talking out of school here, but she went on a, on a trip to Arizona with a couple of friends of hers. And every night it was like, let's go eat a bunch and drink a bunch. And she was like, I just, I don't want to gain 20 pounds and be drunk while I'm here, you know? And so what I get it when someone makes that argument, they go, I don't want to just do that. Uh, I, I hear you. But then I go, okay, but then what do you want? Then just to not ever... What's yeah. the other, you know, I guess <laughs> yes. then, then you're just content, right? I, I guess. guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do like the idea of going to somewhere, like you said, like, Oh, let's go to Colorado and hike or do whatever. But Dude, my buddy, I would my like buddy that Dave's... more than going somewhere with the idea of just gorging yourself. Personally. Yeah. Me too. Me too. My, my buddy Davis made a like full-time hobby out of going to national parks. He's hit like a tons of them. And like every two, three months he does a huge trip and goes to one. And he takes all these cool pictures, and that looks pretty great. That looks like something I might do. Mm-hmm. But then I don't, I don't know. After a while, would you be like, "It's another lake," and uh, that one looks good too? You know, and my, you know what else looked good? The last lake I walked around. Also, that one was cool. My friends uh, travel. They they did that like Route sixty six tour. They went like I think they went all the way down to Texas, and then oh. they turned around and went all the way up the 
Pacific Northwest to Washington to like That's Portland area cool. See, that with their kids. Right. At one point they were in Texas and they stayed in one of those Airstream trailers instead of a hotel room. And, but they had plotted all that out and, and knew where they were going, which Maybe is good for me. Um, Maybe that's the, the trick, I, you know? The idea of being trapped in the car with two kids. So your kids are close in age, so it's a little bit better. But my 16-year-old yeah. and my 10-year-old have zero in common and want nothing to do with one well, they another. they have two things in common. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? So I like the idea, but I also, the idea of having to drive through the mountains, which I've heard that everybody does, that has done it is like, it's as terrifying as you think it would be. At certain points, like on the on the um, the the coast, you know, going up the coast, through, you know, from California, yeah. all the way up, they're like, it is, there's some treacherous, treacherous areas, uh, on, in the mountains. And I'm like, like was yeah, that PCH I, or whatever? Yeah. I have wow. no, that, that to me is, is, I, I don't know Fallman if I freeze would know, up. Dude. And, yeah. There you go. Maybe he could, he could chase and fall. You'd have to stop. Radio. You'd have to stop over at KFUG and Crescent Dude, City. Dude, if I went anywhere near KFUG, I would absolutely be stopped. I have, Are a, you kidding I have me? a feeling at some point in time you will be on KFUG radio. Dude. <laughs> I would I would tell my wife You know get, this dude would put you up too. It would be a free vacation. Whatever, yeah. Dude, I would be like uh I would tell the wife and kids like you guys go to a water park today. I'm going to hang out with the fallen. <laughs> and that's what we're doing, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the best. And dude. he surfs. We could take you surfing and he plays guitar. I told uh our ten eight guy. I was like, dude, next time I'm in Florida, this let's get it on. Let's go. I'm just gonna do that. It's just I don't like uh, I don't like doing these family vacations so much. Just so I'm just gonna find people you know from the podcast, fellow podcasters, and party with them. <laughs> that sounds idea. great, dude. It sounds fantastic. Well, that is episode 295 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time later. Hey.